Hi, welcome to Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Berkeley. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy doing just fine on your own day. Happy maybe we're going out, maybe we're not day. Happy I'm an independent woman and I don't need no man day. Happy I'm an independent woman and I'm looking for a man day. Happy Hallmark Day. Happy Walmart card day. Happy gonna happen day. Happy day. not valentine's day it's not we're we're actually way off we're not that far off i mean it was last wednesday no yeah well i mean it was this past wednesday yeah (laughs) last wednesday is the wednesday before past wednesday i mean this is but this is sunday this is an ox situation this is the reversed ox situation (laughs) kevin yeah see how useful it is (laughs) we need we need reverse for ox uh i guess if it was reverse ox it'd be rost yeah rost <laughs> Rost Wednesday. Rost Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, this is last Wednesday. This is last. If Wednesday. By that logic, yeah, yeah. Rost Wednesday is would the Wednesday. Be, yeah, would be. And then was it before the, that? Yeah, before the previous Wednesday. Before the previous Wednesday. Yeah, and then we yeah, go, yeah. But it's not. It's uh, not that. It's not that. No, it's not Valentine's Day. In fact, we were going to record the day after Valentine's Day, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did get a, um, yeah. a phone call by the time that we should be, you know, recording at. And I see, you're Jeremy going, it's only recording right now. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow instead? <laughs> I just assume you'll remember things. I mean, I do most of the time. And to be fair, you did. You did yeah, remember I did. I remember at the at moment. the exact time we were supposed to start recording. I was like, shit. Did you just look at the clock and be like, you know what? I should be somewhere. No, the thing is, I was having a really productive morning. I was doing all these chores. I was like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Right? And then I sat down, and I was like, great. I finished everything I needed to do. <laughs> right? And then I was sitting there. Um, I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, I'll I'll go on the internet, and it'll come to me. Right? <laughs> probably so, not important. It's, well, it's probably not important. Uh, so I went on. I was like, okay, scrolling through the internet. And then I was like, as no, as time goes on, I just feel like I should be getting ready for something. Right. So then I was like, okay, well, I'll start getting ready and then maybe it'll come to me. Because <laughs> at that point, I'd still been doing chores in all my pajamas yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I got dressed and I was like, no, it's still not there. And then I sat down at the computer and was like, oh, listen, I'll just watch this this funny YouTube video. And I sat down and I looked at the time and it was 2.30 and I was like, shit. <laughs> I like the idea of you be like, I really got to do something. You know, I'll get into a car and start driving, and I'm sure it'll come to me. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's so it's weird. Not. This is weird. Maybe I should stop driving west. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Now I'm in the mountains. Uh, uh, now I'm in Vancouver. Now I'm in Vancouver. Well, there's no more roads, so I'm guessing I'll get them on a boat. <laughs> Someday I'll remember why. <laughs> and he was never seen since. <laughs> Just sailed off into the Atlantic or the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um, but despite it not being Valentine's Day, and despite me forgetting the our recording was supposed to be yesterday, <laughs> we're going to do a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. So yeah. hold on to your pants. This is going to get sexy. Yeah, because our regular podcasts never mention smexy times. <laughs> that would be less one, because it was mostly about love. Mm. Mm. You know what would be a really disconcerting package of grated cheese to see in a grocery store, Kevin? Oh, hold on a second. 
All right, tell me what would be a disconcerting package of grated cheese. You're like going through the grated cheese section. You're like, okay, there's some mozzarella, there's some marble, there's mm. some four cheese blend. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they have a nice Asiago Parmesan blend, an Italian blend. Yeah. And then you get in your like Tex Mex, and then you, like right beside it is like Sex Mex. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a lead up to a dumb joke. It is. <laughs> and here's the thing: if I if this happened to me in the grocery store, I would like be walking by and be like, "Oh yeah, there's the greatest cheese," and then I would like walk by it and turn around and go back and just be like, "This isn't real, is it?" I have a question: Would you buy it? I would look at the ingredients. <laughs> What's in Sex Mex? What's in Sex Mex? Seems to be very similar to Tex Mex. <laughs> yeah. Which is more jalapenos for the spicy factor. Mm. Mm. <laughs> too spicy. <laughs> this Tex Mex is too spicy for me. <laughs> hmm. Maybe there's a mild version. <laughs> oh, look, Hug Mex. Still a little bit too spicy. Yeah. Uh, holding Hands Mex. Oh, like yeah, that that's one. good. That one's yeah. a nice. Cuddle Mex? Mmm. Uh. <laughs> Kettle Mex is actually slightly melted. Yeah, it's, like, it's just a block. <laughs> it's a block of melted together grated cheese. Yeah, like, uh. <laughs> like it has a weird texture to it. It's like a cheese curd, actually. Is yeah, what it's, it's probably be like. Essentially, it's a giant fist-sized cheese curd. Great. And you're like, ah, Kettle Mex cheese. <laughs> you know what a giant fistful of cheese curd reminds me of, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, what is a giant fistful of cheese curd remind It reminds you of? me of those one-pound Reese's cups. Yeah. Something that I don't think should be popular. <laughs> but one of my favorite things to do when I'm on the road and I stop at a gas station, I yeah. don't usually do. If they have one of those, I go, how long has this been sitting here? Right? <laughs> and nine times out of ten, they're like, actually, we go through. That's like one of our best sellers. We go yeah. through those like hotcakes. And I just imagine that truckers come in and get pounds and pounds of one pound Reese cups. Well, what I think it is is that because what happens because my my brother loves Reese cups. Yeah. Um. So he gets the one pound ones. Yes. Yeah. But like, and I think what happens is that he goes through the same process everyone goes through, which is they see a. Here's the process of seeing a one pound Reese cup. Well, first you see the Reeses, and you're like, "Wow, oh, I love Reeses." And then then you go, "Oh, that's one pound. Oh, right, no, I've seen these before. Those are yeah. the one pound Reese cups." And then you think, and then you're like. I do like Reese cups. <laughs> and this is just more Reese cup. This will be funny. I'll show it to people. They'll think it's funny. <laughs> and they pick it up and they buy it. And then it happens again the next day. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's one way. The way yeah. I see it is this. You go in and you see like the original Reese's. And you're like, oh, yeah, three peanut butter cups. That'll be good. That'll be tasty. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, but wait. There's also this like bigger Reese cups with crunchy stuff in it. Hmm. Maybe I want that. They're bigger cups. Bigger cups are nice. And you don't have to unwrap as many. You just unwrap two. Yeah, then I I If I have a problem with the unwrap, then I could just go for the Reese's bar. The Reese's bar is good. It's just more (laughs) Reese's. I like Reese's. Hmm, okay. Oh, but they have a deal. Two of these bars, and I get 50 cents off each each bar. That seems like a good idea. Oh, but wait. If I'm getting that much Reese's, I might as well just get this one-pound cup. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing you know, you're buying a car <laughs> made of Reese's. Made of Reese's. <laughs> and you're like, it was just fiscally responsible. <laughs> I'll use it, I promise. 
I gave the back half to my wife on Valentine's Day. Yeah, bringing yeah. it back around. Bringing it back around. So what is By the way, never give, <laughs> never give anyone that you have any sort of romantic or platonic feelings for half-eaten food. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, I, it might be one of the worst you things can you can cut do. it in half and give them half. Yes. And, and then eat it. it. But but if there are bite marks you in can it, eat it at the same time. Yeah. A la Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. But do not eat and then pass. <laughs> don't be like, mm, the donut bar. You can have what I don't finish. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I mean, hashtag relationship goals for some people, maybe. I, I don't think, know. I think it's better to just give them nothing at that point. Actually, oh. it'd, be, it'd be weird if it was like a platonic relationship where it's like, hey, you're my best friend. Have this half of a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Have some of my residual. Did you mouth. break it? Did you break it off? No, I didn't break any of them. I just ate half of each of the bars. <laughs> I just took a bite out of the top. Yeah. Actually, I don't break Kit Kat bars, and someone saw me eat because I actually think about it. I just, you know, bite it off. Yeah, like a monster. Yeah, and, so, and someone saw me doing that, and they're like, "You're a monster. You're a savage." And I'm like, I'm like I just wanted to eat my Kit. Why are you judging me? I'm judging you. I'm judging you not because of the way you eat the Kit Kat, but because you buy from Nestle and they are actual monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're pretty bad with, you know, like, human things. Yeah, pretty much anything that's nice, if Nestle's got their hand in it, you can guess somebody is suffering horribly for it. <laughs> Keep forgetting that Kit Kat is Nestle. Yeah. It sucks, because I like wafer I food. really do really like Kit Kat a I like, lot. I like wafer. I like wafer things. No, it's the, actually all of their stuff, like, and they have those bigger bars now. It looks so good, but I don't do it. Actually, I... I... <laughs> You mean like the giant like yeah yeah the, the, I every time I look at those I'm like that has to be a novelty thing they're not really novelty that's just the, what they're that's doing just now. they're doing now it's their it's their one pound Reese's cup <laughs> well, I want a Kit Kat bar anyways <laughs> <laughs> the Kit Kat crunchy I can mm. get two Kit Kat crunch you might as well just get the Kit Kat cookies of cream yeah great yeah okay our topic Kevin sure we can talk about our topic our topic is a Valentine's Day topic and it is what if the creatures of myth for love existed. Yeah. So we're talking Cupid. Yes. We're talking cherubs. Yeah. We're talking Aphrodite. Yeah. We're talking Venus. Yep. Got a lot of gods of love. Gods of love. Um, are we including Bacchus in this? Um, <laughs> what? Hmm. hmm. I mean, he's a god of revelry. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If we're including Bacchus, there's a bunch of Greek gods that are for, like, there's four different forms of um, love, I think, the Greeks had, which yeah. was, like, platonic, yeah. familial, just a general love for well, human I beings. I guess we're talking about romantic. romantic. We're talking about romantic. So all we care about is romantic love. Yeah, romantic love. Okay. Yeah. So, Bacchus, you're out because you're all about the revelry. Yeah. You're all about orgies and parties. Yeah, and all of those. So, which... get out of here, Bacchus. <laughs> So and then we're also out the um the ones who are like general love for humanity, platonic love, yeah, and um, familial, familial love. love. Those are out. Yeah, we just want the sexy love. No, we want the romantic love because mm. you could have lust as sexy love. So uh, okay, so we're also not going into lust. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be some crossover. All right, but n- no one, nothing that is explicitly lustful. Okay, which means that succubi and incubus are out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who, who who just who just want to eat your sex? No, if I remember correctly. I think they want to eat you, but you taste better after sex. 
I thought, oh, I thought incubus actually I are think like. They, no, they eat your soul and it tastes better after the ecstasy of sex, maybe? Don't incubus eat dreams? No, incubus is the male version of a succubus. Are they? Yes. Or is that just like. The, the, the problem. Here's the. Let's go into a little bit of mythology. I'm very interested in mythology. As I am think, I. Uh, yeah, well, you're very interested. The problem is that there's a big difference between mythology and pop mythology. That's true. Because a lot of pop mythology, and I'm. I have a hand in this because what the stuff I write is usually like twists on mythological things. Anyways, yeah, yeah. it gets hard to be like, okay, are succubus like, like where do succubus come from? Are yeah. they do they feast upon like the idea of sex? Do they eat people using sex? Like They're, sirens, sirens, yeah. yeah, essentially entice people with songs and sex, yeah, and then eat them. Yum 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 yum. No, well, I, I think the idea of the succubus and incubus it was run across several cu- cultures. Yeah. Right, like they have a bunch of different names. Yeah, they have they have different names, but basically they are a monster that uses sex to get what they want. Yeah, um, <laughs> and and some of it is like dream eaters, yeah. and some of it is like soul eaters, and some of it is actual eaters. Yeah. Um. So, but we're not talking about that. No, today. we're talking about love. We're talking about love. them love feelings. Okay, so you have a. So let's start with the easiest. Well, let's start with Cupid. Okay. Because the problem is when we get into the gods of love is they're not – they don't always have a form. Or a way to actually inflict love upon others. They oh, mostly but just, some of them do. Yes, I know. <laughs> but, but Cupid, we we know set up like how he works. Yeah. Cupid's, Cupid's setup is this. Flying naked baby boy. What's Eros? That's the um, – Shoots heart-tipped uh, arrows. Roman one. Yeah. Just remembering. Shoots heart-tipped arrows. And if it hits you – the person you're looking at, you fall in love with. I thought, it was or a, there's a set of matching arrows, and he yeah, he shoots, yeah. he shoots two, two people. Arrow. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the two arrows would be a lot easier for him to manage. Because if there's anything I know from watching just comedy, yeah, if you just if you just like have a love spell and it's whoever they look at, then man, eyes wander. Yeah, you Can't. cannot control what somebody's looking at. I feel, I feel like oh, that, you drank this love potion, and then a cat jumped into their lap, and they looked at the cat. And now they're may- in love with the cat. May- maybe the rule has to be that it has to be like <laughs> your own species. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So people. Well, fall I mean, in love we're, with- if we're talking generally, that's the way comedy usually goes. Yeah, because people fall in love with people. Yeah. Cats fall in love with cats. I mean, some people fall in love with cars, but we're not going to delve into that. This we got to stop talking about the people who <laughs> fuck cars. <laughs> they're going to get angry at I'm, us. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Just like Abernathy, and they're going to drive over in their lovers. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, think about that situation. <laughs> some weird connotations. Mm. Hop in your lover and go for I a ride. I want to be inside you. <laughs> it's a nice Sunday drive. <laughs> and I'm very aroused. And I'm very aroused. It's the vibration. Uh- <laughs> so uh, the... Here's a question. Yes. Because I feel like this is what happened a lot. If you just fire one person and someone looks in a slightly reflective surface. That's narcissism. So narcissism is a condition that can happen. No, because we're using the two arrow system. Okay, we'll use the two arrow system. Yeah. I mean the one arrow the one arrow system is really good for hijinks. It is good for hijinks. It's a very hijink based world. It is. It's yeah. also a world where like you because you get shot with only one arrow, you could look at somebody and then they could be looking at somebody else and get a shot arrow. So you get a lot of love. Oh, triangle. no. Yeah. <laughs> what a sad moment. Yeah. You get a lot of everybody loving everybody else. Well, I think, I think like, whenever you hear things like that, it's supposed to be, like, 
an arrow makes someone fall in love. It's just Cupid tries to do trick shots <laughs> where, where he's like, I'll get them both at the same time. They're looking at each other. How? I mean, he was looking at her, but she was looking at that guy. Yeah, I thought that they were looking at each other, but she was just looking at a cloud. <laughs> uh, Does it mean that <laughs> blind people can't fall in love? <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I know here's the thing. They can't still fall in love. Yeah. They can't be forced to fall in love, though. No, I think the the idea with Cupid's arrow is that it's representative of this moment of seeing each other for the yes. first time yeah. in, in more than just a physical way. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, that person strikes you. Okay. Um, so so we'll, we'll do the two matching arrows where Cupid can essentially, like, mark people. Yeah, he's like, now is the time. <laughs> he, he now mark- is the time of your awakening. Enter the springtime of your youth! He, he, um, he marks Cupid, by the way, the... is Mike Guy from Naruto. Nice. <laughs> Rock Lee? No, Mike Guy. His sensei. Oh, Mike Guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that makes sense. Did you think I said that guy? No, I said my guy. Oh, my guy from Naruto, <laughs> Rock Lee. Yeah, yeah my... Might Guy. Yeah, Might guy, guy. Might. Guy Might. Guy Might. <laughs> yeah, Guy Might, and his friend is Rock Lee. Yeah. Uh, it's now a Naruto podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, or some people call him Boruto's dad. Yes, I'm also not pronouncing it very well. Bruto. Naruto. Naruto. Sursuke. <laughs> Sekuru. Yeah, her name ends with an A. These are pretty good jokes we're doing about anime. Yeah. So, so, uh, so Cupid essentially has two markers that call down the orbital strike of love. Yeah. Well, well he has to shoot it from his arrow. I he mean, yeah. does not have a satellite that can shoot love arrows. Maybe the arrows are just like, he fires an arrow, fires an arrow, and then just beams come down from the gods. Uh, so, he, Cupid is invisible? Uh, not to humans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who, else, who else would it matter to? I mean... Is he invisible to dogs? No, no, he's not visible to anything, really. Oh. But he still is there. Okay, so, so he is invisible. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. So he's invisible. He is invisible. What is that he's invisible? You said two, hu- two humans. I'm like, so he's invisible to humans. Yes. <laughs> so, but everything else can see you him. You don't know. Maybe something can see him. Maybe cats can see him. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe birds can. Probably <laughs> birds can, so they don't fly into him all the freaking time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. True. You want a bird to be able to see Cupid so they don't just, like, start knocking off his aim. Yeah. Well, also, you don't want them flying in, like, you don't want Cuba being like, hmm, I haven't been to New York in a while, gonna fly there, and get swarmed by a flock <laughs> of pigeons, and then his arrows fall out of the quiver and just fall on random people. Don't want that. <laughs> what a fun adventure. Uh, so, he's invisible. Yeah. So, people don't know that Cupid exists, necessarily. No. I mean, they might name it Cupid, yeah. but they know that there is a... Well... I think it, you just get that sort of lightning bolt moment way yeah. more frequently in this world. Yeah. Right? I, and, like, it is indelible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like love at first sight is not a thing you can argue in this world. Because it happens because all it the happens time. Because it happens all the time because Cupid is flying around with his arrows. This is the funny thing about doing a um, a topic that's about something that's, like, still not really provable. Yeah. What if – it might even be better – like, what if Cupid was visible? Because they always have the ones where Cupid is, like, hiding – yeah. Like, what if he is visible? He's just super stealth? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you may be like, looking around and you just see a fat baby with wings and a, and a bow and arrow, and you're just like, oh, someone's going to fall in love. Wait, is it me? No! No, no, no. no. I'm not ready. I have so much stuff to do. <laughs> I don't have time. I was going to be productive today. 
Love waits for no one. Sing. <laughs> I mean, he's an assassin, really. Yeah. Love assassin. He's a love assassin. Cupid, love assassin. I think the important thing, I, I think we don't actually have to have invisible because we're just talking about what the world is like, right? Yeah. And in, we've discussed how Cupid works, but it's important to know that there are other beings that are affecting this as well. Okay. Right? So you have the cherubs. Yeah. Which are naked babies. Yeah. I think originating in Greek myth. I okay. think. Yeah, I think so. Um, And they go around, and people who are around them feel more love. Are they visible? No, they're also invisible. God damn. <laughs> All these invisible babies around. Yeah. Yeah. You're stepping on. So there's these zones of love, these portable zones of love that go around, right? <laughs> It would be interesting if, if scientists could actually, like, measure that there are zones where you are just, you know, more loving. Maybe. As a person. Yeah, more loving as a person. You just feel more love. Where do these cherubs go? Like, just around? I mean, I Doing think... baby stuff? Here's the thing. I think in myth, cherubs are um, drawn to new love. Okay. Like, that first flush. And also, obviously, when babies are around. Okay, they, they're drawn to babies. It's like well. other babies. Yeah, it seems like in this world it'd be in your best interest to just have a baby places. Yeah, because if you can just There's have a cherub trap. Because if you could, <laughs> well, if you can create a zone of love. Yeah, then people will be nicer to each other. It's true. Whenever there's a tense negotiation, they just bring some babies. You're in. like, you're the baby. Now we all feel love. These <laughs> are all happy that we got this newborn baby here, or mm-hmm. just a young couple. I've also, I've also brought my son. Jared and his new girlfriend Sarah. They are intolerable as a couple. They don't. They keep holding hands forever. Yep. They they talk to each other from about an inch apart. Yep. If you stop looking at them even for a minute, they'll just start making out. <laughs> so I suggest we all not look at them until the cherubs come. <laughs> and then we'll all be. Then we'll all love it. Uh, motion to have them replaced with newborn babies. Motion seconded. Motion passed. <laughs> Let's go find ourselves a baby. <laughs> hey, can we borrow a baby? We want cherubs. <laughs> Which means that the hospitals are just like that, the most heartfelt places in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, they probably, in this world, they're probably separating childbirth <laughs> hospitals from death hospitals. Yeah, we, can. we want to get the cherubs there. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't, want all the, you don't want all those, I guess... Because I guess you can be melancholy loving. You could. Yeah. You could. Yeah. I don't think that's the type of love that uh, those cherubs are into, though. <laughs> Maybe there's, like, one emo cherub. <laughs> I have a picture of a baby got... with that swoopy haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black wings. Yeah. Um, Wearing skinny diapers. So there, there are these moments of intense first love. Yeah. Right? And then there are there's this softer sort of zones of love from the cherubs, but there's also the gods of love, Kevin. Hang on, just very quickly. So essentially, what that means, let's just compare just this Cupid and um, cherub? cherub thing for a second. Yeah. So that means that Cupid comes rolling along, maybe on a big wheel. You don't, don't know. know he's invisible. No, he's invisible. <laughs> you literally cannot tell what this Cupid tell. looks like. Nope. You could just be. You'd just be anything. I mean, in my mind, he's got a red leather jacket and some rose colored glasses, and he flies around. Like, pretty much naked, maybe in a diaper, and, like, 
is a total badass whenever he pulls out his hair. He's like, whoa. In my mind, he looks like Dante from Devil May Cry 3. Yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got a real Dante feel yeah, to him, yeah, is yeah, what, yeah. what I'm putting out here. Uh, so, so, so Dante Cupid comes rolling around. On his big hog. His big hog. <laughs> He's he's inv- <laughs> Cupid is invisible. He is not like silent though. No. <laughs> when you hear the <laughs> like, love is coming. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Does anyone have a material that can block the arrows of love? <laughs> uh I'm sorry, but, but for, for some reason gemstones can. <laughs> Wing. Uh <laughs> I have work to do. <laughs> How dare you? We have lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get promoted. <laughs> I don't, I don't need this inner office romance shit. I am engaged. <laughs> <laughs> At least shoot my the person I'm engaged to. Yeah, come on, Cupid, do a brother a solid. All right, so uh, <laughs> Cupid comes rolling up. Yeah, fires you know his two arrows. Yeah, split shot, scatter Hip arrow you. like Hanzo. Yeah, just, <laughs> well maybe not like Hanzo. Okay, fine. He shoots two arrows. They hit two people. <laughs> yeah, and they look at each other like. Oh, love. And then all these cherubs fly in and just create a zone around them where more people are feeling love. Yeah. So, like, it creates this sort of epicenter effect. (laughs) It's It's like a love quake. Yeah. Where you're like, well, these people fell in love and they're just cherubs growing out from that moment. Hello, this is the transportation department. We've got a cold pink. (laughs) Love everywhere. We've got to get these couples off the road. (laughs) It's true. It's like we were in a car. You see someone in another car. Quick, we're going to have to bring in our special agent. No, not him. It's too destructive. Call Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) Why is he the special agent against love? Because he has a very grating voice that even people in love will want to get away from. (laughs) So the idea is you want to isolate these new lovers until the cherubs have dissipated. Yeah. Or utilize them in tense negotiations. Yes. 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 (laughs) Hello. Hello, I hear you two have just recently fallen in love. How would you like to meet the President of the United States? <laughs> and, and to be clear, it's not just man and woman. It's just like whoever this cherub is hidden with these yeah. these arrows. Yeah, whoever Cupid hits. Whomever. Whomever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then then you're in love. I think also maybe marriage is less of a thing in this world. Well, here's the thing. If you're getting married to someone and you didn't have that first immediate spark. Actually, you know what? You know who you know who is, is immune to Cupid's arrows? Who? People who are deeply in love with somebody else. You think that they can they can fight off the Because I think the way that I think the way that the arrow works yeah. is it triggers the love. The but love. if you're already feeling it Then it can't be like Yeah. You you your your love is already pouring out of one direction, it can't yeah. be redirected. Yeah, you can't be redirected. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the that's the workaround, I think. So I think Cupid can break up an unhappy marriage or an unhappy relationship. Huh. But I don't think he can do one where, like, you're, if they're, you're actually, both, yeah, in if they're love. actually in love. I don't think Cupid's got shit. But it'll be kind of cruel for Cupid to do to be like, they, they look like they're in love. But are they really? <laughs> Time to test. Time to test. How would you like an affair? Pew, pew. <laughs> And now you two are in love forever. <laughs> Cupid out. <laughs> Damn it, Cupid. Yeah. So we do have these two invisible manifestations of love. Yes. Um, in, in Cupid <laughs> and, and the, the cherubs. cherubs. But it is 
well registered in myth, at least Greek myth. Yeah. That the gods can take myth. physical form. Yeah. Right? So. So there's animals to bang things. Well, that's mostly Zeus. Yeah. And Poseidon. Yeah. Zeus and Poseidon. Brothers. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you have, like, gods of love. You have gods of love. And each of these gods of love has different effects. Yeah. Um, and different, I guess, ways of approaching it. Like, yeah. you, Aphrodite is a disaster zone. I mean, and she's also very much a very lust-based love person. Well, yes, but also, like, there's she gives such a deep longing for people. Yeah. That, like, yes, obviously, there's a lot of lust involved. Yeah. But it is this sort of enduring yeah, uh, type of love. Yeah, that she gives that you want to be with this person or people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because absolutely. she can do that. Yeah, but also a lot of the things that Aphrodite does in myth is like, no, you want to do me too now, <laughs> and also Aphrodite, and also me. <laughs> so, so in this world, Aphrodite <laughs> is just a huge disaster zone. Yeah, <laughs> just comes in. On like and and she is a nuclear weapon of love. Yeah, like Aphrodite walks into a room and you best be praying she don't catch an eye on you, because cause usually it'll be you. That's then... gonna, that's gonna be three weeks yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, you are gonna be done. And you know, I think she maybe she could override like oh she totally could motion. she totally could like she is just a walking. <laughs> Like, just... She's a walking disaster, Kevin. She's a natural disaster. She is considered a natural disaster. <laughs> we, we've we seen Aphrodite. Where is Aphrodite? Where's Aphrodite? Uh, we don't know yet. She dispersed into sea foam <laughs> off the coast of Morocco. She, she dispersed into, quote-unquote, sea foam. It's <laughs> the word we're using. It's, it's the, the word, word we're using. using. <laughs> we're using... I, I mean, that's the myth. Yeah, but it's very... <laughs> but, We're not going to talk about the rest of that myth. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, sea foam is... Yeah. I know. Uh, we, sure. we got it. <laughs> sure, yeah. She dispersed into sea foam off the coast of Morocco. <laughs> My God. Have there been any storms recently? One just hit the coast of Florida. My God, put Florida on red alert. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, them to, tell them to hold their Tell them to watch school. out for attractive people. <laughs> She could be anyone. We're going to uh, issue another pink alert. Citizens, please stay in your homes. Suspected Aphrodite setting. Suspected Aphrodite setting. The, the, our only nice thing is that there's one of her. Yeah, there's that's the thing with the gods. Yeah. Well, there's only one of Cupid, too, but the guy gets around. Yeah, he's got his motorcycle. He's, he's got his, his sick hog. He's got his sick hog that he rolls around and Nobody on. can see, but trust me, that paint job, nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's got flames, but the sparks are hearts. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. oh, no, no. Everything oh. is everything is heart motifed. What's mean? It's flames with hearts. No, you can't have flames. Flames aren't heart motif. Yeah, you can. <laughs> heart flames. Yeah, you can okay. figure it out. Okay. It's like a heart. It's on fire, and then like as the those flames spark oh, and off, the smoke is those like are hearts. hearts. Okay, gotcha. And the smoke comes up and it's a heart. Okay, and the yeah, background okay. is all hearts. Yeah, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, and the handlebars hearts hearts. <laughs> Just on, the, just on the end of the handlebars. Yeah, just on the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also shaped like hearts. Also shaped uh, like hearts. Yeah. Everything is a heart. Yeah. Heart. I mean, really, it's some sort of F-Zero weird flying motorcycle, but... 
<laughs> I, yeah. Yes, sure. I don't think Cupid just rolls around on the ground. No, he doesn't. He flies everywhere. No. Yeah, on his motorcycle of love. Yeah. And the exhaust, hearts. Hearts. When, when, when he really just, like, you know, burns some rubber doing a burnout, hearts. Yeah, and you can actually see those as clouds. <laughs> it's true. You can detect where Cupid is by, like, his trail of smoke. Yeah. But he's oh, very there's Cupid's here today. But he's very stealthy when he wants to be. He is. Mm, yeah. He is. You'll never know what hit you. You'll never know. Whereas <laughs> Aphrodite, you'll know what hit you because there's a trail of disaster following him. <laughs> yeah, you'll essentially have, like, a three-week-long three sex marathon. And then she'll just sort of move on. And you'll be like, ah, oh, what do I do now? The other thing is that you don't want to be a famous couple in this world. Because it's proven that Aphrodite gets jealous when you're like... Hey, that person loves you so much. Why don't they love me that much? <laughs> it's true. You want to keep your relationship secret. I mean, you just don't want to be high profile. Yeah? You don't want to be the most attractive couple in the world. Or else Aphrodite's going to come along. Yeah, like and- when, when Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt got together and everyone was losing their minds about how attractive they were, Aphrodite would have came in and fucked that up so and- bad. And Aphrodite. And Aphrodite. <laughs> I'm here too. Yep. Now you're going to love each other and me. <laughs> For a little bit till I get bored. Yep. Just away I, I get go. Bored. And then away I go. Seafoam. Seafoam. <laughs> yeah. Um, with that awkward transition, I think it's time for us to do a commercial. We can do a commercial, yeah. yeah okay. Let's do a commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by The Clap. Well, uh, really? Yeah, it's what it's oh. brought to you. That's what we're sponsored by. All right. Well, um, it is a, a sexually transmitted infection uh, caused you, by bacteria. You can uh, use it to show your appreciation or what? excitement for something. What? Uh, uh, all right. It's, um, sometimes there's no symptoms, usually, but usually it's like burning with urination. And, and sometimes you have the burning desire to give somebody applause. Okay, hold on. Jeremy, what are you talking about? The clap. Oh, are you, like clapping? What's that? Are, do you refer to clapping in the singular? What? It's the clap. No, it's not. Yeah, you're at a show, you're at a play, and at the end, when it, if it's good, you give him the clap. If it's really good, you give him a standing clap. Right, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't. What? I don't see what the problem is. Some there, there's that that device. You clap. You give it the clap, and it turns on or off. Turns your lights on and off. No. No. Yeah. No. Well, this episode is brought to you by The Clap. I'm... We're going to fix this in post. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to define before we design this world? <laughs> I mean, we'll come as it comes, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Was there... Was it just Aphrodite? Was it the only... I mean, there's Venus, but that's basically just Aphrodite. But... Except she's, it's just in a clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. It's Aphrodite and Clamshell. It's Aphrodite and Clamshell. This is another name for Aphrodite. It is. It is. Which, when, when, she, when she comes with Clamshell, people are like, oh, it's Venus. Like, no, it's Aphrodite. I'm yeah. Like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's hidden in her Clamshell again. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doomed. We're all doomed. Well, by, by that, I mean, we're all, we're all about to get laid. We're all about to get laid. <sighs> All right, so you just take off your pants. <laughs> just, 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 I'm ready. Just resign to it. <laughs> well, 
How are you going to get away from it? I just want everybody to know, whatever your sexual orientation is, I'm not going to judge you by this because we all know we're going to do some weird fucked up shit. <laughs> Look, I may be a straight man now, but in about five minutes, we're going to see where that goes. <laughs> You're a very pretty man. I don't know. <laughs> Figure this out. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that my name is Derek. <laughs> Why'd you tell me your name? I don't want to. I'm going to remember all of this. And then every day just makes a right turn and leaves and He's like, oh. oh. <laughs> well. Thought I'd get in front of it, but. <laughs> Turns out that the train changed tracks. Maybe this is how we avoid Aphrodite. Huh, everybody? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you know, I'm still down for it, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm I'm here. Actually, I mean, you know there's going to be, like, a group of people who are going to follow her around like a touring band. Oh, absolutely. Like, her harem. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, but here's the thing. You don't want to stay around Aphrodite too long. I'm pretty sure soon you'll die. You will You will definitely die. <laughs> like, dehydration or yeah. something. Yeah, Like She's a god. She doesn't care. No, she does not. It's sort, of, it's sort of thing I feel like people will be like, yeah, I followed Aphrodite for a small time in my 20s. It's good to get out of my system. But, yeah. But now I'm a banker. I mean, I grew up in an Amish community, so it was really good for me to get out there, you know? <laughs> Are you going to have a community like that when Aphrodite just couldn't come in and be like, hello, sexless people? Yeah, you could. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think there is one type of person that is not affected by Aphrodite. Yeah. That is someone who is asexual. That's true. They, I guess they're also her, like, bane. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I still think they feel all the love, but they their emotion doesn't come out in lust, whereas it would with other people. Yeah. Right? So people who are not interested in gnashing genitals together yeah. would be fine. Yeah. 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 They, they they would just have other feelings. Yeah. And they would still go through a very intense emotional experience. Yeah. Which, which would probably be very distressing. It would be very distressing for them. It would also be very distressing when a god comes and is just like, yeah, bone me right now. And you're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then when she finds out that you're resistant to her abilities, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Nothing good. Yeah. Not, not a good situation. Not a good. She's going to sick her sex hounds on you. Well, I wonder if if her – I mean, that's the sort of thing about the, uh, about the ability. Like, if her ability is, abilities are very um, sex and love and, like, passion-related, or passion-related, yeah. and she can take people who are out of love, which is a – which is a tangible thing in this world because Cupid can't take people out of love. Yeah. Um, like, if you're actually in love with someone else, you can't shoot an arrow and change who you're in love with. Yeah. Could she actually um, have someone who is, like, who who does not feel sexual um, urges? Or, urges them sexual feel urges? Or sexual urges. I don't think so. Because I think even... Even if it was like I'm sure she could point at if it was a dude, yeah, give him an erection or a woman and 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 make her horny, yeah, sea foam, right? yeah, sea foam. <laughs> um, gonna use that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like she can give the physical things, all right, right. But if somebody is asexual, like I don't think she she can't change. Your sexuality. She might be able to make you more open, but so, after after she leaves, 
you you would reset, right? So maybe the pro- I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, like no matter what happens, once she's gone, you're back. Like, yeah. Like if yeah. if your if your orientation is straight or gay, and then like when she comes around, you start you know doing it with people who you don't know won't normally do it with. Yeah. Well, then the question becomes whether she is creating those feelings or enhancing those feelings. I think it's sort of like, a running wild of those feelings. Like, like you know, even and by enhancing, I mean even by like massive massive amounts. Like, yeah, like yeah. even if you are not a big sexual person, yeah. um around her you would be. Yeah, around her all of a sudden that'll be like a thousand times more. Yeah, I think a not sexual person is immune because she cannot direct or grow anything. Yeah, because there's nothing to Yeah. grow. 0 I mean, times 100 still 0. Yeah. Uh, but she, but they, but they'll feel like more feelings of like love, yep, and more urges to I guess try to connect with people who are boning other people, yeah, which that, might stop them. That'd be a very awkward situation, yeah, honestly, for yeah. someone who just like oh, all these people having sex. And I just don't want to talk to them. Is there any anyone else here who's asexual? Anyone here who's not having sex right now? Just to just to cut maybe no, nope. just to cuddle no 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 okay. Right. I mean, I'm just gonna lay low. I'm just gonna... <laughs> Gonna sit down right here. I mean, I think the most awkward part about Aphrodite is when she leaves. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like when she arrives, nobody's doing anything, and yeah. then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. and then she leaves, and people are in the middle of the act, but they leave. I guess her sphere of influence. Yeah, right. And they're like, "Oh, well." I mean, I do. <laughs> it might not be that it drops off immediately. It might be that like, oh, yeah, like, it might, the, might be a the, act, the act comes to its conclusion because at that point. Because he's like, if she has enhanced your emotions to that level, yeah, then like you are at that level. I guess that's true. And yeah. like, like maybe the accidents will have to finish. So essentially, she'll leave, and you'll have the most awkward like morning after morning situation. After everyone's like, "So, who are you?" Um, my name is Gerard. I was on my way to the public library. Oh, oh, well. I'm the librarian. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I'm going to need to find a new library. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've just so people seen are, you naked now. People are probably. Well, I think the thing is, is that seeing people in a state of love or seeing people naked or seeing people having sex yeah. is a lot more common in this world. <laughs> because let's be clear. We've talked a lot about Aphrodite. Yeah. She is not the only one of these love beings around. Yeah. That are physical and manifest. Yes, yeah, true. You could. I mean, I just like the idea of you looking over and be like, "There's an orgy in that building." Yeah. Do you know who the god of Norse love is? The Norse god of love. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's Freya, but that might just be. Is he just an ice giant? No, Freya is not an ice giant. Which I mean, I just confused because she has the name that sounds very cold. No. Um. But I, I mean, there, there, we know that there's love goddesses all across. In Norse mythology, Freya is the. Hey, I looked something up. Cool. Yep. Um, in Norse mythology, Freya is the goddess of love and fertility. Okay, so Freya, She's the pa- patron goddesses of crops and birth. Yeah, so Freya walks around, and is all about you making babies. I guess she's a go- she's a goddess associated with love, sex, beauty, fertility, God, Seor, war, and death. I don't know what Seor is. Sorcery. Sorcery? It's sorcery. I like I like mythology, Norse mythology, because they have less gods that are gods of more things. Yeah. So you get, like, these crazy They're better at multitasking. Uh. They're very good at multitasking. 
She rides on a chariot pulled by two cats. I actually knew that. I forgot about that. That's, I love that. So, she, so Freya comes rolling up in the chair with two cats. Yeah. Makes you want to have a baby. Makes you want to have that baby. Yeah. Or cast some magic, so, I guess. So I guess because Freya, I, I feel like Freya is less about wandering to and fro and inciting people. And more about Freya, Freya probably is in a place and people go to her. Yeah. Or like if people are having babies, she rolls up. Yeah. She's like, I bless this baby. This baby? Gonna you're, be super fertile. You're gonna have a good birth right now. Yeah. <laughs> the woman just screaming and she's like, Gonna have a good birth. That baby gonna be fine. <laughs> Can you please get the cats out of here? No. No, they're with me. Now, it just says, to be very clear, it just says two cats. Yeah, two cats. Now, I know we should probably assume they're large, large, like, cats. large cats. No, it's two tabbies. I'm not. Yeah, I'm assuming like it's two tabbies. Like two Maybe short. Maybe a Siamese and a tabby. I'm assuming some two short hair cats. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. Just like... It's Garfield and Normal. Garfield and Normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're just Freya. Yeah. Sitting upon her chariot. A chariot of probably gold because. Yeah, sure, why not? It's God. You no, know, I mean, she she's associated with gold. Okay, yep, that'd be it. Yep, she's also accompanied by a boar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I think I think probably people petition Freya to bless them for giving birth or whatever. Yeah, she's not the walking disaster sound that Aphrodite is. No. Also, probably it's one of the few safe places from Aphrodite. <laughs> it's Freya? Yeah, because Aphrodite does not want to have a baby. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. But no, Freya no, no. want babies. Freya want babies. Freya wants so many babies. That's how Freya keeps Aphrodite away. She's like, if you come here and start that fucking thing. <laughs> you're going to have a baby. You're going to have a, you're gonna have triplets. <laughs> I'm going to give you so many babies. And all these cherubs will come down because babies. Yeah, and then you just feel like a soft, warm love instead of your intense sex love. Yeah, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about a muddled emotion. <laughs> How do you feel about being confused? Mm. Mm. I'm Freya. Seafoam. Seafoam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think this is the best slang. Seafoam? <laughs> yeah. It's it's real good, Kevin. It's it's real something. It's real good slang. I mean, yeah, because if you don't know what it is, it's just seafoam. Exactly. It's just seafoam. Hey, teenagers, there's a new word for you to befuddle your parents with. <laughs> seafoam. Are your kids... Yeah, she got that seafoam. Are your kids tweeting about seafoam? Well, it's either a drug or a sex thing. I can't figure it out which yet. <laughs> but I'll figure it out. I'm not okay with either of I'm them. I'm not okay with either of <laughs> things. What's seafoam? What if it's just seafoam? It's not just seafoam. We live in Colorado. <laughs> it is clearly not seafoam. <laughs> Clearly something else. I don't know. Maybe it's just slang for marijuana. That's legal here. <laughs> if only. If only. If only. So what are, like, gods they, or th- creatures they'd be dealing with in this world? Well, I mean, I think if you're if we're talking about sirens, sirens would exist. Yeah, I mean, boats, you have to deal with that. But they're all about sort of the enticement. Do you know what the crazy thing about sirens is as well? If if here's what I always think about it. if sirens honestly existed, we all knew the sirens existed. Yeah, then women are better sailors. Yep, women are better sailors. Like if you're going to have a boat, you yeah. put a woman in charge of it. Yeah, because as far as I'm aware, there are no male sirens. Well, dude, sirens specifically entice men. Yeah, like and 
they're all and they're all female from the from the legend. So no, there's no male sirens. Yeah, which means that unless if humanity's really dumb, which let's be clear, humanity is pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. You put your women in charge of your boats. Well, you put your straight women in charge of boats. Can't, well, that's the question. Like, are sirens enticing? I think it's an amplification again. Maybe I mean that, that's the weird thing. Is you can't tell if it's like is is it just that it just works on the biological requirements yeah does it work make... on like because you have a penis or does it work because you're attracted uh, because to you're women? attracted to women yeah i mean for all we know that there there could there could be like you know a, a bisexual woman or a lesbian woman who's just like no you know what i'm not super naturally attracted to that siren but i am attracted to that siren yeah. let's ram this ship in there yeah i'm lonely because i love me <laughs> I'm Mr. Lonely. I have nobody to call my own. Ooh. You're not doing that high bitch enough no, at all. No, I'm not. No. Um, why would I? Why would I do that to myself and to our listeners? Well, the way this world works, I think, is it's just a lot more open about relationships. Um, I mean, you. It'd be weird. Because you'd have the possibility that you would just instantly fall in love with someone. Yeah. And if you're at least aware that there's... I mean, here's the thing. If, if you're aware Aphrodite's walking around, you're probably aware that the Cupid also exists. Yeah. Like, he is... He's more of a mysterious figure. Yes. Like, you can't see him, yeah. but you can hear his hog. <laughs> you can hear his hog and see his heart clouds. Yes. So, because he exists, yeah. then... It's because because he, he exists even if you can't see him, you're aware that that something just causing people to just like, you know, fall in love. I think love is seen as almost a more fickle thing. I th- well, here's the thing. I think I think that uh, love is seen as sort of a less big deal because there's these those all these things around that affect specifically this emotion, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's seen as fickle. But I do think it's seen as sort of like, I mean, some people might just wait for their day, right? Yeah. Like yeah. In, in our world, you if you like somebody, you have you've, to. you've got to communicate that and see if it's reciprocated. But you could just, in this world, just be like, nah, eventually I'll get shot with that arrow by that cool bike-wearing yeah. Cupid. One day, one day, it will be my time, and I will just wait and not worry about it. I have a question, Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> Would, are unicorns existed? I mean, that's not necessarily a sex thing, but they can be captured by virgins. Uh, no, because that's not a love thing. No, I guess fair enough. Yeah. Fair and en- <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think... I'm sure there's another few gods like Aphrodite that are just walking disasters that you do not want to be around. <laughs> but a lot of the love gods are specifically about birth and fertility, right? It's just in the Greek pantheon, uh, Demeter get got all that, and because it made it, made it nature based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Then, so, so then Aphrodite got all that other stuff. Which are bizarre things that Aphrodite is like. <laughs> it's sort of this weird other god. Like, if you look into the history of Aphrodite, like we talk yeah. about her being born from sea foam. Yeah. It's because she's not anyone's like child or no. She's the piece of another god. Yeah. So, like, 
well, you talk about you know Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon being sort of like the three brothers, like the king, yeah, you know, the kings of the gods. Yeah, then there's just Aphrodite off to the side. Yep, just sort of doing her stuff. I mean, yeah, the the only like per thing that Zeus was afraid of was Aphrodite, and that's because Aphrodite could come walking in and do whatever she wanted. <laughs> so I've been um I've been looking up trying to yeah. find other creatures of love. Yeah, I've been called a Swan Maiden. Oh, yeah. In folktales of this type, the male character spies the maiden typically by some body of water yep. then snatches away the feather garment, okay. which prevents her from flying away uh-huh. and forcing her to become his wife. Oh. So it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a love story. No, that's not a love story. That's no. a kidnapping story. <laughs> yeah, that's a story about kidnapping someone. Yeah, that is a story about kidnapping that's and a- then hoping, <laughs> hoping that Stockholm Syndrome will give you a wife. <laughs> Man, Stockholm Syndrome, really praying, I'm really pulling for you this time. Come on, Stockholm Syndrome. Come on, Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, my advice to you, sir, is that if you are relying on Stockholm Syndrome, you're probably a horrible person. <laughs> probably not the best. Um, what about uh, concepts like nymphs and fawns? Uh, oh, I think nymphs, definitely. Well, fawns are... Essentially, just the male version of nymph. Plus, yeah. they have goat legs. Yeah, but they're both like creatures that can elicit sexual feelings, but only from something to them. Yeah, I I think yes, but I think it has to be specifically like the type in mythology because there are, again are multiple yeah. types. It has to be specifically the type that is like, oh, you now love me and you will stay with me forever until you die. Until and you I die, don't die, and I don't die and get another or more flesh puppets. <laughs> Yeah, so once again, another pretty terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably pretty happy when you're with them. Well, that's, that's the interesting question about all this, um, this stuff, is that, like, you are, by, I guess, the rules of what it can do, you are in love. Yeah. Like, it's just that you are by the rules well, I, I mean guess. if we're if we're talking about nymphs and fawns they are probably like celebrity type figures in this world <laughs> uh right yeah and when one consort passes on there's probably a huge buzz about who the next one's gonna so be the bachelor it's the bachelor we're talking about the bachelor it's kind of the bachelor so the, so there's gonna be a game show i guess nope they're just gonna go out and find somebody <laughs> and there is a reality show that follows it yeah i mean there's people that follow around but they have to make sure <laughs> if they don't want to be the consort, that they're not what that nymph or fawn is interested in. Yeah. So, that That's true. Yeah. I mean, they just wear, like, full body suits. Yeah. So, they, so the, the nymph and the fawn cannot, like, picture what they might be. Yeah. Because the nymph and fawns do choose. They're like, I like you, and yep. now you like me. Yeah. Also kind of horrifying, but I guess you are in love, and you probably live the high life. Yeah. Could they? <laughs> could they break the love barrier like if you are in love with someone else uh ooh, i think that's tough because i think in a lot of legends they can like i mean yeah in a lot yeah. of legends they can because a lot i think there's a lot of stories of them also just like i think i think because their away. power is specifically direction that they can like they're like a they're like a black hole <laughs> right <laughs> they so your black- love's going one way and it just gets curved into this black hole <laughs> they're a black hole of love yeah uh so Okay, so going through what we have in this world, what this world exists as. Yeah. So you have Cupid rolling around. You have Cupid rolling he, around on a sweet hog. And he fires matched arrow, arrows, yeah. which make you fall in love with someone. Yes. But if you're already in love, 
true doesn't love any, doesn't have any effect. Oh man, it would suck if he sh- if like he shot an arrow at you and you're like, "Ha, I'm I'm unaffected," but then the person you're with is affected. You're like, "Oh, I was in love and they were not." Yeah, I mean it's possible. In which case, you know what? Thanks, Cupid. It's better to know now. <laughs> Thank you, Invisible Cupid. <laughs> Cupid out. <laughs> you can also hear him. I mean, if he wants you to. Literally just invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this image of Cupid just like fire. Also, also, he can shoot like arrows from like a thousand feet away. <laughs> so <laughs> the image of Cupid shooting an arrow and then all you hear is a thump and a fuck. <laughs> Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> did you sub your toe? No, no, no. Don't don't pay attention to me. I mean, don't look. Look <laughs> over there. Look over there. Don't stop looking at me. I can't see you. And then just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like a vase falls over. <laughs> Shit. Shit. I'm sorry. Could you open the door? Something. <laughs> I got into the window, but. Uh. You close the window. Yeah. Please just open the door. I want to leave. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Look, I did my job. Please don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> Keep it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you get the Cupid. They got cherubs. And cherubs, which kind of end up working in tandem just because Cupid creates these spikes that draw them in. I like how cherubs are not, like, intelligent creatures. <laughs> no, they're not. They're just like, they're, they're, They they're, are the green alien men from Toy well, Story. Well, I mean, they're pests. Yeah. They're literally pests. They're but, invisible pests. I mean. They just come flocking around babies and people in love. Yeah. New love, specifically. New love, specifically. Yeah. I guess but, if you feel your love has been revitalized. Yeah. New love. New love. So... Then you have Aphrodite, which is a walking disaster, disaster zone. zone. Yeah, who will find people who are in love, yeah, and insert herself in there. I mean, only if they're high profile enough. You don't, you don't think she just might see someone who's in love and be, like? I think, I think also, if I think, I think if you're in her path, that's what I mean. Yes, like, like if you're in her like vision path, and you're in love, she might be like. But why aren't they in love with me? Yeah. I think that's definitely a scenario that happens. <laughs> but I, I think she only, like, nuclear tactically strikes people who would be, like, the Bradgelinas. Well, or, presumably she's, or, she's not such. omniscient. No. She has to hear about them. Yeah. She has to, like, open a newspaper and yeah. see, why aren't they in love with me? Guess what her favorite uh, news outlet is? Global Inquirer? National Inquirer. National Inquirer. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, who's in love? Who's not in love? Who's cheating? <laughs> and Aphrodite. And Aphrodite. My favorite thing about that sequence of like people yeah. is that there could be a moment where Cupid is like, all right, I fire an arrow. These two people, they fall in love. These cherubs come floating in because they're in love. Aphrodite notices that all these cherubs are floating toward this moment. Yeah, because she wa- can detect them. Yeah, comes wandering in yeah. and goes, and Aphrodite. <laughs> yeah. And then orgies. And then orgies happen. Then orgies everywhere. The orgy's over, but I still feel like I love you. I guess we... I, I, lo- I feel like I love you, too. I, I think maybe we just got, like... Maybe Cuban comes and starts firing arrows into the orgy. Yeah, it's just like, I'll make this better. <laughs> There's a drive-by arrowing. He's just, like, <laughs> doing donuts on the ceiling. Yeah. Firing arrows into an orgy. I mean, I could see Cupid doing that. Because <laughs> you are Cupid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What are the small things you have in this world? Uh, well, we have the goddesses of love who are really associated with birth and fertility, and yeah. that sort of that sort of less intense but very grounded love. 
Yeah. And yeah. I think people actually seek them out. Yeah. You, you don't mind if Freya comes to visit or if um, Demeter comes to visit. Yeah. Unless you're really like, look, we're not ready for a baby right now. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> look how fertile you are. Oh, okay. Away, my cats, away. Uh, good thing we invented birth control. <laughs> that was a sin. <laughs> uh then you have like re- weird ones, like you have sirens. Yep, you have sirens. So a lot, so a lot of lady sailor- sailors. Yep, a lot of straight yep. lady sailors. The oceans ruled by women. Ru- ruled by straight women. Ruled by straight women. <laughs> straight women on the ocean. No gay navy jokes here. I guess if that by that rule you could have straight women and gay men. Yeah, and gay men. Yeah, well, I guess you could still have gay navy jokes then. Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean that's I mean, they're not jokes. They're accurate representations of the navy. <laughs> you're like, look at all those gay men. So the sirens don't get them. <laughs> Godspeed, you brave gay men. Godspeed, you ba- brave gay men. And, and your, straight women. And your straight women. The, uh, the pairing between straight women and gay men continue. <laughs> Just now they're all, but now they're militarized. Now they're, <laughs> my, is, instead, of my, instead of my gay best friend, is my gay bre- best military friend. Yeah. 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 We were in a foxhole together. Yeah. Wait, no, wait. They're on it's the not, ocean. Yeah, they're on the ocean. We're on a boat together. Fighting against... Other boats. Other boats. Other boats. Just a shipper. <laughs> the sirens being like, damn you. Damn you. Damn you. I feel like sirens probably hang out by coasts, though. Yeah. Trying to get people to swim out to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as time went by, sirens got closer to go to the coast. Yeah. It's like, hey, go for a swim. Hey, look at me. It's on the coast of Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> and the tide goes out. Yeah. There's all these sirens there. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you have like nymphs and fawns just going around doing directed strikes on people. Yeah, I mean, in love. You don't want to be too attractive. <laughs> you don't. Being too attractive in this world is not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it's all right if you just want to have like a lot of sex. Yeah, I, I said the people who follow Aphrodite around. Yeah, and in like her like her hippie, entourage. Yeah, her hippie sex harem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard, though, because what happens is they they catch up to her, and they all have lots of sex. Yeah. And then she leaves, and it finishes, and then they're like, oh, where'd she go? Because you can't, oh. you can't like, follow her while she's Oh, going. no, I'm crashing. I'm crashing. <laughs> where'd she go? <laughs> Actually, this crash came at a really good time for me. I just really want a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, she came back. <laughs> back to boating. <laughs> and they yeah. all die. Yeah. 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 There's also that, um, uh, that... Just very momentarily, there's also that uh, god that you saw in American Gods. Yep. Who has sex with men and then, like, eats them with their vagina. Yep. That exists. So if you like this episode, <laughs> you should uh, give us a rating, a review, a subscription. Tell your Apple friends Podcasts. or anybody else that you uh, think. Uh, it's the only way we're going to grow. Yes. We don't advertise, so word of mouth is great. Yeah. 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 because well, I don't know how to advertise. No, well, I mean... <laughs> I do know how to advertise. We're not going to. Yeah. It would be, nice um, be nice if we just get, you know, you, our listeners. Yeah. If you don't want us talking about the natural disaster of Aphrodite and have a topic that you think would be better for an episode <laughs> like Valentine's Day, you should tell us. Yeah. You, you can tweet at us at Third Space Cast or individually. I'm at Mighty Thews. That's I'm, Mighty followed by T-H-E-W-S. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. That's mostly pretty understandable. Yeah. Yeah. K. Weir as in K. W E I R. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can also email us at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And our uh, theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Yes.
Join us next week on The Third Space when Kevin and I finally get married. Kevin, that is not a wedding song. What? Until next time, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. (laughs) 